Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of The Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host and your dungeon master for another thrilling D&D adventure. Joining me here today, we have... Daniel, playing Chad Fleek. Hey all, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. Waffle, playing Tarzak Psycho. We do not have any fan mail, which is a travesty and a tragedy. A travesty. Um, so, who wants to summarize what happened last time? The greatest battle of our lives began. So far. Greatest battle of our lives so far. So right, far, it's, yeah. It's going to be tough to beat. For you. <laughs> but just as far as like a set piece... We laid out a plan to, you know, board the Valor of Juck with, you know, the uh, uh, gnomes running decoy gnomish uh, the copters and everything, and the uh, free ship playing uh, as the bait and luring the Valor away, and everything was going kind of according to plan, except for the power of the Valor of Jux. I think surprising yeah. us with it, like, shutting down the uh, ornithopters as we were piloting them. And also us forgetting that, you know, Terrajux was supposed to be on our ornithopter, and we just flying into the Valor of Jux. Well, no, anyways. there's a plan. <laughs> it's just that that plan didn't go to plan. So, you know, but hey, I got us there in one piece, and then yeah. Tardux made his way there, too. So, I I think Falrock did a great job. Uh, the fact that that gun firing causes the Ornithopters to stall is not something we could have prepared for, and you made the right choice. Yep. So. We did it. Oh. We made it on board. It's kind of like we're infiltrating the Death Star. Except our plan isn't to blow it up, it's to take it somewhere else and then destroy it. Yeah. <laughs> we just hop in the yeah. Death Star and pilot it elsewhere before exploding it. Yeah. Yes. And then we, we don't also, want all that burning debris to fall down on Endor. And then we, we fly no off in our exhaust ports or easily like access like just oh, just go to this point and just shoot a you know, proton torpedo into it, and they'll destroy it. So well, I mean, that, I do still have some gnome and guard grenades we can make use of. So oh, oh right, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> the easily targeted weak point of this is uh, Alabaster Ravenwood's heart. There you go. And uh, it's on the bridge of the ship. I bet. There you go. That <laughs> that's where that's where to throw the yeah the grenade. Why his heart? <laughs> I wouldn't, like. I, I don't know. So, I mean, obviously that that's the instant kill, but like, wouldn't that be the most guarded? What if we went for like his Achilles tendon first? Does he wear chest plates? I, presumably. Yes, I don't want and nothing blood. else. <laughs> <laughs> A very big part of it is I don't want him to teleport away. Mm. I Fair. want to go for an instant kill on this motherfucker because otherwise... Uh, he, he were gonna get him low, and he's gonna be like, oh, Aha! Activated <laughs> my trap card! He'll, he'll swing his cape over his shoulder and disappear in a puff and of he'll, smoke. He'll fucking throw a crystal on the ground, or will crush a bone yeah. in his hand, or any of the other multitudes of ways to teleport that everyone but us has access to. 
That's that's the one. Look, we can <laughs> we can teleport through the 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 root network now. So yes, literally any plant on this plane of existence, I could take us to if I if I've been there before. I know it. Uh-huh. So I don't think there's any plants connected to it on the Valor of Jux, though. Um. Oh, we've never we been could, on the Valor of Jux. That's the that's the main. We could problem. go back and terrorize that one potted plant that Leyland scared. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, as I recall, we had landed in the hangar. We had worked our way to the sort of forward command area, and it's like a bunch of rooms on shock-absorbing rails. Yep that all like sway and bounce to absorb recoil from the lightning gun. Mm -hmm. And there are guards on catwalks and ladders. Correct. Okay. Just be glad they're not on wheels and escalators. All right. And like for now, you're, you're disguised and I'm in the shadows with you. Yes. Uh, And I am, I'm just climbing up a ladder towards the, I guess the nearest set of guards here. You said there were like 15-ish, 12-ish guards sort of scattered throughout this space. How how far apart are they? Like if we take if we take down this one set of guards, the other set of guards is going to see it, I assume. Yes. They um make a perception check. Yeah. Uh oh, all right. That is a total of 20. Okay. Uh you take a moment to analyze the uh, the space that you're in and kind of look around at what's going on. And you see that with classic Juxian military efficiency, um, each pod of guards is located such that it has a clear view of each other pod of guards. Yeah. Sight lines, especially in this big open space, are... Um, are crucial and they are well aware of that uh-huh like uh like the flame of gondor yes <laughs> <laughs> exactly Sorry, correct all of the sci-fi fantasy references today um Leyland, is there any way i can get some of that shadow how would Joe, we could i could i polymorph? how would we be talking right now Leyland has one ear poking out of a shadow back with the rest of the group. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I want to polymorph into something that can basically just hitch a ride with Leyland. Because uh, I don't have any way of sneaking I, around I here. I thought he said... Other than I, polymorphing I thought, into something small. And... I don't think anything can pass through the shadows yeah, with me. It yeah. is. Even if you're, like, sitting in Leyland's pocket, um, it still functions as a regular shadow for everybody who is not Leyland. Yeah. So you would okay. just kind of be extruded out of the pocket. Just okay. like I can't just poke into your ears and hear your tremor sense. Could could Shed have turned well, into that's... a bug and be in one of my pockets because I'm I'm just walking places. Yeah, that's certainly val- valid um if okay. he wishes to do so. Have you already climbed the ladder? I bold of you to assume that Terrajux would ever need something as mundane as a ladder to ascend. Oh no! I am um, Yes, I'm sure he would because he's I'm, also I'm ascending the skies. La- like one rung at a time, uh, 
I'm are you just an fake ordinary climbing? Gypsy soldier. Are you fake? You're like doing the hand motions, but you're not actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, oh, that, I look up the ladder and I go, that looks exhausting. <laughs> and you're like, smooth. Smooth. It's, um, he ascends yeah. exactly one rung's height and then I stops would, uh... and then continues. <laughs> Preferably, uh, I'll just be like a little scabbers in your pocket, so carry me. Yeah. I polymorph into a... If we could have said that Shed is a rat in my pocket rat. before I started climbing. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I am... What I want to do here is basically, uh, as I go up this ladder, I assume there's like a pack of guards up at the mm -hmm. top of it here. Yes. Um... What is the layout of the hallway that we just came from as far as, like, if I send this pack of guards down that hallway, are they 100% going to bump into our group? Or is there, like, a T-junction or somewhere that everyone else can hide? Or what's the what's the arrangement back there? Because I have a ploy, but I don't want to send these directly at my comrades yet. Um, You could, with a little coordination... Um... It would not be terribly difficult for you to send these guards uh, away from the party. So that is okay. that is certainly an option. I um, When I get to the top of the ladder here, um, I want to look like I'm out of breath, but not just out of breath. I want it to be like I'm, I'm clutching at my side a little bit and I'm wheezing. It, very clearly I've been hit by some kind of spell or malady or effect and I uh, roll off the ladder and slump against the wall and give them a shaky salute and I say, glory to Jux! <laughs> and um, do they gather round? Do they menace me? What? Uh... Uh, yes, both. <laughs> okay. You are menaced. I, um... I keep my salute up as I, I explain to them, you know, voice shaky. Attackers on the port side, uh, they brought something aboard. It looks like a bomb. I, uh, they hit me with something. I, I can't catch my breath. It's some kind of gun. And they, uh, they all look at each other and say, what's a gun? <laughs> God um, damn it. <laughs> can I can I get a, a deception and or performance yeah. check? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, twenty three. Let's see. Let's see what they have to say about this. Uh, yeah, they're like intruders. We'll uh we'll dispatch a team to uh, take care of that, and they snap their fingers and make some complex hand signs, Terajux, uh you are able to, to translate. Um, the gist of which is that one guard from each pod assembles into a smaller team and then Ooh, okay. marches down the hall. I, which, correct uh, me if, I, if I'm wrong, but uh, this is the second group of guards that you've, like, sent on an obfuscating mission away from where the party is, correct? Yes. Yes, it okay. is. <laughs> this isn't going to work forever. That, that also seems problematic, yeah. Um, 
I, under my breath, like, whisper to the group what's going on using my distance whispering. Uh-huh. Um, just to make sure that, you know, they're out of the way and they don't bump into this new patrol that's going out. Um, <laughs> do the... What do the guards do after they've dispatched this set? Uh, they are now on higher alert and patrolling, and one of them offers oh. you a drink of water. Okay. I I take it, hands shaky and fumbling, and I uh, I, I take a little sip. <laughs> Thank you. I That gun I wanna... was really dry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to look through this area and see, are any of the guards in this area kind of like off by themselves like no oh how, how, okay always in pairs they're in they're in groups of two to three at all times okay um what i want to do here is i would like to try to stall long enough to know what it feels like and looks like when the gun fires from the inside um, because I would imagine that it's a very, like, disruptive event, and it sends the buildings swaying back and forth, or, like, the pods. Hand there the might balls. be an opportunity when the recoil is happening that, like, the guards lose sight of each other, or who knows what. So... I was about to say, we're, we're, we're gonna have to, yeah, we're gonna have to kill these guys at some point, because um, we're not gonna get through here sneak, all the sneaky deception yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I um, I continue feigning my apparent curse or injury until such time as I feel that uh, zappy energy start to build. Okay. You you hear you hear the sound of what can only be a rat speaking in common to you. <laughs> um, Ched, just for the listeners, uh, has grown a small mouth in. <laughs> In his rad body, through which oh, to speak. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. we can't just gloss over that. What do you mean? Where is where are the lips? Um, <laughs> I would be quite the... happy glossing over this, actually. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm picturing like a full size human mouth opening and closing on the back of a rat. On the base of the tail, right? That's where I've got it. <laughs> See, I was just imagining like Mickey Mouse or Chuck. Charles E. Oh, Cheddar. Yeah. Totally. That's it. But with like big kissable lips. It does yeah, not look like, like Botox a... injectable lips. I didn't say what kind <laughs> of rat. So yeah. It's a uh, it's a bipedal uh rat person the size of a regular rat and with big Kim Kardashian lips. Uh that whispers <laughs> to very specifically in black and white. Disney legal team. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I'm St I'm Steamboat Willie. Yeah. Uh, not not the trademarked one, right? That one's well. Trademarked. No, no. Steamboat Willie is uh, public domain now. So okay. Steamboat Willie, the canonical character in the Alchemist Club. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name. That's yeah. it. <clears throat> so uh, I say I think we've drawn enough of them away. Let's let's call in the team. Okay. Um. I, I whisper under my breath uh, to let the know that let the group know that they need to start moving along. And then there's one other piece of intel I want to try to get out of these guys before shit goes loud. And 
whichever one is there someone like somewhat near me or crouched next to me offering water or uh like... there is the pod that you were uh that you accosted remains uh-huh. uh kind of nearby i weakly grasp at his sleeve and i i lean forward to say there, there's something else i'm i'm with the office of naval intelligence i the valor of justice going into a trap i i need to get to the navigation pod immediately they look They've around set up a decimation rune a decimation rune my goodness <laughs> it, it takes <laughs> one tenth of the airship and deletes it yep um, depending on which tenth it is that it could, could be devastating <laughs> um they We're flying right into the jaws of the beast they they exchange a glance uh uh-huh. and they say pass along your message we'll take it to the navigator immediately <laughs> all right um cuz one you don't look to be in any shape to go anywhere <laughs> up any yeah. further ladders yeah uh, like, i two, don't know what you're trying to you do not have clearance <laughs> like <laughs> So when I mentioned the navigation pod, would they have, like, involuntarily glanced up in that direction to be like, ah, oh, there's no way the guy could get all the way up there? Or any kind of hint as to which one it would be? Or are they just, like, perfectly stoic? They're they're pretty stoic. <clears throat> okay. I, um, I stagger upright, doing what I can to support myself on the wall, and I, um... My voice is very weak at this point because I still, I cannot draw a full breath with this terrible wound in my side. Um, I'm closer. And uh, I want to, I'm kind of like pulling this guy closer, trying to rasp and whisper the the coordinate, you know, heading change that needs to be made for this ship such that um, when the gun does fire and when everything goes into pandemonium, I've basically got my hands already on his heart. Uh-huh. I wonder what's going to happen next. <laughs> I, I, uh, <laughs> and then uh, hopefully I've timed this well so it's not like a long, awkward moment where we're staring <laughs> into each other's eyes. How many, how many other people are within 120 feet of of Parajux in that group? Um, within 120 feet, there's one other pod of three soldiers. Okay. So, at that same time, uh, okay. That same time, well, twenty foot radius, hundred and twenty foot circle. I'm gonna drop when when he does that. I'm gonna drop down a silence field because I kind of see what he's doing. Okay. Like especially when I'm seeing him like reach up his hand to to the heart. <laughs> I'm gonna drop down a silence field so that I can pop out with my crossbow and just. You know, snipe, snipe, snipe the other <laughs> uh, group that is in that cluster so that they all go down silently. Ooh, okay, okay. Uh, the cluster around Terajux or the other cluster? 
the other cluster. Okay, so you're but leaving. But it's also with a silence field. Yes. So you're t- okay. All right. Uh, make everybody make your rolls. But I'm I'm gonna do it from like the most like the darkest most like you know yes yeah. place that is like without any uh you know inconspicuous yeah, yeah. vantage point um <laughs> and to clarify i want to try to time this so it happens as the lightning gun is firing if that's yeah. possible yeah but i'm just giving i'm just I'm still gonna make it silent for us yeah. as well so because i I'm, um, I'm more curious about like what the effects are of when it fires inside here than i am about specifically killing these guys so um, well, I'm trying to kill these guys because we yeah, 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 need yeah. to get, well, get out of here. Guys, don't worry. Yeah. Um, do you need me a right to do a stealth check as well, or just the attacks? No. Also, make a stealth check. Uh, that is a twenty-eight to hit on shocking grasp. If that's uh something. Yeah, that that'll that'll will do it. It's they haven't <laughs> they haven't outfitted the common guard of Jux with plus five adamantine armor yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> 18 then, on this uh, stealth check. So. 12 lightning damage. It's a it's a good thing Terrajix isn't silenced. Or because I, I think Shocky Grasp has a verbal component. Oh, does it? Yeah. Most spells do. Oh. Um, I didn't think about that. Uh-huh. No, like I said, it's like, it's, you, like so. after, it, it's like after that, like after all that happens, like basically as the like gun fires he does that yeah we like, can we can time it so that it works yeah out. okay uh yeah that's my damage and then whatever happens happens okay Leyland, make your attack rolls please okay so it was uh 18 on the stealth uh-huh and then what three crossbow attacks yes all right uh first was a 29 to hit uh-huh. Second was a 15. Uh-huh. And the third was a 24. Those all hit. Goddamn. Okay. You're a scary fucker. <laughs> Just pop out of the shadow full automatic crossbow. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if the if everyone else down below had time to move into position or where they're at exactly, so... Then eight, six, and nine damage. Okay, uh, you wound them, but these are these are the elite of the Juxian military, so they're not one one hit chumps. <laughs> um, they immediately start to raise the alarm and realize that they cannot produce any noise, uh, so they revert to Juxian sign language. <laughs> A well-established and uh, long-standing military tradition that has come up several times in this campaign. It has. Uh, I I am here and I am being hoisted by my own guitar, <laughs> and it is glorious. Uh, <laughs> at this point, Farrock and Desmond uh, arrive in the the central chamber. Uh, Terajux has just electrocuted someone. Um, there. Isn't Desmond on the on the ship? Oh, still? you're you're correct. Desmond yeah. is I'm flying to Liferous. 
So at this point, Falrock, the only member of the party who is not already present here, um, yeah. uh, arrives and sees that Leolin <laughs> has shot three people who are now furiously gesticulating. Um, <laughs> Terajux has apparently electrocuted someone and is now being menaced by uh, other people with um, you know, military-grade weaponry. Mm-hmm. Um... And there are four other pods of soldiers that are are being signaled by this central one that have crossbow bolts sticking out of them in various locations. Great. Uh, how far away am I from the central ones? Um, well, probably about 90 feet. Cool. Uh, I'm going to hurl a searing sunbolt burst at them. Oh, good. Um, so I gather up this energy in my hands and just pitch it up there. Uh, and as it gets in between them, it creates a 20-foot radius sphere. Uh, they need just to succeed a constitution saving throw. Okay. This can be arranged. What's the DC? DC is 17. It doesn't matter. They rolled a three. <laughs> Rip. Well, I... That'll do it. Uh, They will be taking 11 radiant damage. Okay. Uh, This, combined with the arrow, uh, does cause them to uh, collapse to the ground. Slightly seared. uh, Light leaking from their wounds. Um, One of them falls off the catwalk. It's very sad. Sorry. Two hit jumps. (laughs) <laughs> he wasn't in the silent field. He would do the uh, the Wilhelm scream. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Fortunately, he is, so I don't have to try to do it myself. Uh, <laughs> we'll edit it in after. Yeah. Yep. Put it in post. Yeah. Well, we won't though. Okay. Uh, so the central group has been taken down, accompanied by an incredible flash of light. Um. Terajux, you are being threatened. These these gentlemen uh, stab you or attempt to stab you with their swords. Okay. Uh, what is your armor class? 18. That's such a high number for a sorcerer. <laughs> I know. It's incredible. Distressing. <laughs> One of them does manage to uh, do you a stab. Okay. Um, in part because oh. you're prone. Yes, I am prone. Uh, you take eight points of slashing damage. Okay. Uh, reminder to everyone that since the level up pancake points is now 18 temporary hit points at the start of each day. Oh, yes. Got it. Excellent. It is written. So it shall be. Um. Winning. And then you feel a, a sense of, um ozone static electricity all of your hair feathers etc i guess ched doesn't have any feathers at the moment nope um stand on end ched's tail is just pointing straight up yeah uh everything in this chamber for about five seconds um gravity switches off Ooh. and uh there is an incredible noise like 
tearing a piece of aluminum foil, but a piece of aluminum foil that's 50 feet thick. Um, <laughs> and everything in here kicks back. All of the all of the chambers slide on their rails, but they don't sway. Uh, they appear to be kind of um, I I don't gyroscopically stable. Um, okay. And, and then they slide back into place, and you uh, kind of crash back to wherever it was when gravity turned off. During those five seconds of weightlessness mm -hmm. um can i cast gust of wind and just blow these soldiers out over like open space yeah i'll allow that okay i yeah, windy i swoop underneath them and reposition and then briefly we're all floating and then i cast a great whirl of wind and send them flying out into open space and then uh <laughs> When, when those, uh, yeah, and when those guys died that I shot the arrows at, I also turned off the uh, silence. Of course, I stopped concentrating on the silence field. So, all right. And then, um, gust of wind is concentration. So I've still got this cyclone in front of me. I would like to basically fly towards the next group and try to also blow them off the uh, catwalk that they're on. Uh, let me double check something. No, I do not want the Pharrell song. I would like the spell from 5th edition. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, uh, we are going to momentarily cut away to Desmond, uh, who, please make a dexterity check for avoiding that particular blast of the Valor of Jux main gun. Uh, how's a three? Poor. Uh -huh. um, so, you may recall uh, previously that the Teliferous had been grounded by means of a, a very long wire that extended all the way down to the ground. Uh, so it was quite literally grounded. Yeah. Uh, upon taking a glancing blow from the, the Valor of Juck's main gun, uh, this ground was shorted out. Um, leaving Teliferous with only its elemental shields to uh, kind of protect it from further further assault. Desmond, you are in the middle of a particularly complex maneuver, um, avoiding small arms fire and attempting to swat gliders out of the sky. Um and you are unable to maneuver Teliferous out of the way of the next blast, and it takes it full on. You get many, many warning lights and flashes, uh, notifications that the elemental shields are out um, and will need repairs before they can be reinstated. Ooh. There are fires on several levels of the ship um and the bees are evacuating to areas with clean air i thought the bees were like uh genetically engineered to have fire extinguisher abdomens <laughs> i don't think you put a power pip into that particular upgrade 
No, yeah. we just have to what, 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 is the, what are the dwarfs doing during all of this? Yeah. Well, I'm going to send them a command to put the fire out, and I'm going to give them the coordinates in which to do so. Uh-huh. Um, so, Yeesh. yeah. So, they uh, they start to go and form a bucket line from the uh, the Shrine of Aquila <laughs> to the rest of the ship. Um, you feel like another hit like that, it's not going to be good. It's going to be real bad for, for our hero, the Teliferous. And all those orphans on board. A, uh... The orphans are on an extra extra dimensional mansion right but now. But the entrance to that extra dimensional plane is on Teliferous. Correct. We yeah. try to get another shot not to happen. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna move the Teliferous back to a safe safer distance. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so you start maneuvering inside the central chamber. Um, you feel the valor of Jux uh, kind of pick up from its its stately glide, um, nearly hovering in place while battle was being joined, uh, and is now starting to move. Um, so, okay. yeah, it is it is now on the go. Oh no, we have no um, idea that it's getting hit either, right? Correct. So. We really need a. Uh... We need somebody with a. I, I pull out a little rat shed, and I say, "Steamboat Willie, is there any kind of way you can detect divination magic in any of those pods, and we can try to figure out which one is the command center? We got to get up there before those guns fire again." I can try and. You hear? Oh, I can try and scry on <laughs> Alabaster because I know him. Oh. Do you know him? <laughs> yeah, we've met him. No, you have not. No. Seen him. I'm sorry. Oh, seen I know him we had. No, we've seen him in the sky over Jux yeah. before. Oh, uh, well, then no. Okay. <laughs> I I tuck Steamboat Willie back into my pocket. Hey, hey. <laughs> 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 we, it's a surprise tool for this, later. Like, is there a purpose to Steamboat Willie at this point? Like. <laughs> <laughs> um I think uh probably what I'll do then these pods don't have windows or anything on them or any markings correct any kind of identification uh, um, there are like there are little signs but they're on the doors okay I will fly up immediately to the first sign okay uh it says storage okay uh I, I would like to deploy Steamboat Willie, and I explain what I'm doing and saying I'm trying to figure out if there's any... Like, like obviously, there's the big pod in the middle, and that's going to be, like, where the main deal is. But if there's, like, a secondary pod we can take out to slow down the gun, that would be sweet. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we just distract... Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. If we just distract... Uh, if we make a big enough ruckus in here, they might... They might... They might not focus on firing the gun anymore. That's a fair point, Steamboat Willie. Um, and Steamboat Willie ejects himself <laughs> from Terra Jux's <laughs> pocket onto the ground. Um, and it's great that he's on all fours because he's going to remain on all fours. You see him grow 
uh, in size. The hair and fur melting away from his body, skin being replaced with scales, his tail likewise. Uh, wings sprout, they're bone white, uh, and he becomes a large creature. In fact, a young white dragon. Oh boy! Shit, this uh, is the coolest thing I've ever seen. On the on the catwalk, and f- is going to fly. No nods at the. Well, I think dragons can speak common, right? Um, I I tell the party that I'm going to attack the uh, the big hamster ball. Just try and spook them. Not not try and like knock it out or. I mean, maybe I could, but I, I don't know how strong the thing is, and hopefully that draws enough people to to stop them from firing the gun again. Okay. Um, so you turn into a dragon. Yes. And then you fly up to the to the large central orb. Well, I'm I'm getting the party's feedback before I do that. I'm not just gonna fly off. I give it no. At this point, I think we just do stuff because like we're running out of time here. So, like, <laughs> we just need action. Do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, I see this dragon, and I'm just like. You go dragon, man. Like, <laughs> So, Ted indeed uh, does go do dragon, as Leyland suggests, and flies up to the big hamster ball and starts trying to claw and bite at it. Okay. Uh, your, your scales and teeth do nothing to this, to this orb. It's made of a very uh, strong alloy of some description very highly reinforced obviously very important um and the juxian military industrial complex spared no expense in making sure that it was secure well i look at the the hamster tube um and maybe i should follow it to its entrance uh, it goes all it's the way. Small, right? Yeah, it's big enough for like two people. Okay, then there's probably no way I'm getting in there. I'm just gonna fly around the inside of this hangar and use my ice breath on guards at random. Okay. Uh. There's no external like maintenance hatches no. or anything on that tube. Mm-mm. Um. Okay. So, so the entrance is not in the area we are no. in. Great. No, no, no. It uh, is. Is the uh, the hamster ball? That's not also on rails, is it? Or nope. Oh, okay. It is the passageway that connects it to the rest of the airship. Um, goes straight back to the back wall, um, and like is all of one piece. So it would be recoil dampened in some other way. Presumably. Okay. Or whatever is in there, they're not worried about it recoiling. Fair. So there's no windows to this thing at all? It's just solid? Solid metal. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Well, we gotta gotta move on from here. Yeah, keep... Keep shooting guys. I'm going to yeah. fly around and try Well, to it sounds like Ched part. just kind of took care of all of them with the... <laughs> yeah, they're going to be a Ched little... Can, like, 
like the rest of us can move on like they're gonna be a little distracted with the the dragon yeah so the other three of you let me know when you need me Uh uh-huh yeah um every uh, Um, other three people i work to catch up with tara juxton like our our cover's blown so yeah 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 same like yeah we're we're not sneaking anymore yeah we're just trying to get to the hamster ball as quick as possible because we can't let another shot get fired. Uh, it goes pretty fast for you, uh, Falrock, because you can basically just like walk I up am, the ladder. I am <laughs> speed. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, the three of you convene. Uh, Terrajux is presumably just kind of swooping around looking for the command hatch make an investigation check for me Terra Jux. okay uh oh that's not too bad uh that is going to be a total of 17 uh after checking three or four cube rooms you eventually find one that is labeled bridge oh oh so okay so the hamster ball is not the bridge correct um is I assume there's like a door that leads to an exterior catwalk on this pod or some other. Yes. Like, does that have a porthole window that we can peek in or anything? Uh, it does not. Okay. I, before we like bust our way in there, I would like to do a quick listen and can I hear anything inside there or is it like hermetically sealed? Um, it's it I think like submarine hatch. Okay, yeah, so no no air is getting through that. Correct. Okay. So our options here are either we um What's the emergency like... Morse code for uh Ooh We we need some kind of like knock to, to have them open the door. It's it's kinda quieted down out here, right? Like Yeah. The, <laughs> Um, there, yeah. you, you can hear white dragon murdering yeah, guard roaring. noises in the background. Um, it, it's probably not gonna work, but I'll give it a try. I, uh, bang out the Juxian Morse code signal for all clear, like the you know the secret code book <laughs> signal. All clear. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can hear crunch, like Skyrim crunch, music crunch. playing outside, very muffled. <laughs> 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 uh, I'll bang out like um, all clear. You know, have wounded, require backup, kind of thing. Um, make a make a performance check. Okay. Uh, that is going to be a total of uh, 19. My performance is not as good as my uh, deception, unfortunately. Amusing, because you're an actor. Yeah. Um, the the hatch swings open. Uh, oh! And there is a bemused-looking... Um, Juxian military engineer. Uh-huh. I punch him. <laughs> <laughs> I strive onto the bridge and I go, I'll be honest, I didn't think that was going to work. 
Um, you you look around at the bridge of the Valor of Jux. There are several large polished mirrors uh, lining the walls that are currently displaying the scenes of battle outside. Um, the scrying spells being maintained by uh, Juxian wizards dressed in uh, magical core uniforms. Um, there are a number of support staff about. Uh, it looks like the ship has three pilots working in concert to maneuver um, based on the the podiums that they're standing on. You're not sure what many of the others do. Um, sitting in a chair, sitting up kind of behind the, the rest of the crew with a clear view of the, the mirrors, but no apparent controls of any description um, uh, at, at his place is indeed Alabaster Ravenwood, um, chief military advisor to the Emperor of Jux. And that's where we're going to stop. Um, because I, I love me a dramatic closing shot. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I've been Joe, your host and Dungeon Master, for another thrilling D&D adventure. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on just about any podcast hosting platform of your choosing. Um, Matthew, what are our socials? You can find us on the Alchemist underscore club on Twitter, maybe, if you have a rate limit, or <laughs> the Alchemist Club on TikTok. You're dating the episode. <laughs> um, our intrepid adventures are? Uh, Daniel playing Ched Fleek ref uh, reference goblin for the, <laughs> the episode. Hey, Hall, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Fall Rock. I'm Matt and I play Layla. Waffle playing Tarjax Heiko. Thanks for joining us.